Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Thanks for joining us today and sending out hope for everybody to stay safe and to stay upbeat as much as you can and to remember that we're really all in this together. And happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day, everyone. It's so important to make sure, particularly during this time, that no matter what's holding us back what's keeping us bound or or allows us to even momentarily feel that we can't make it through or continue or whatever, you need to think about that for a minute and say, wait a minute, yes, we can. And today I have a wonderful guest, a kind colleague and friend of mine, Renee Reich, who is going to tell you how to get rid of those chains, unlock your chains, Really find your voice and be able to unleash your greatness so needed in these times. Renee Reich is a transformational coach and influencer who loves connecting with female entrepreneurs and speakers seeking to gain more confidence to become the leaders that they're meant to be. After 25 years working for a Fortune 500 company, Renee left her job speaking as an instructor at WHW, Women Helping Women, which is a nonprofit organization where Renee donated both her time helping the unemployed and underemployed and her talents both find and keep their jobs. After Renee suffered a devastating illness that took away her voice and years later, suffered the loss of her best friend and also her father, Renee decided to follow their example to never give up. That legacy is how Renee has chosen to live her life and also to help others, showing them that even when life feels like it's closing, there's always a way out. And sometimes life right now does feel like it's closing in. And here's Renee Rice to show us there's that way out. Hello, Renee. How are you? I'm great, Joanne. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. It's certainly my pleasure. And like I said earlier, Renee, I think it's so timely. Now, I want you to share your story because in a way it's it's a little bit scary from your vantage point initially, and yet it's so important for for everybody not just females for everybody to hear and to understand what it takes to really find your voice and and be free so can you tell us a little bit about what happened when you literally lost your voice what was going on sure thank you so much you know it was really interesting it's kind of um 
reminiscent of, of then for what's, what we're going through right now with the coronavirus because I had this illness that it was a sore that I had in my throat. I was wor- working corporate America, and it was a, a sore that was in my throat. And I remember going to the urgent care and telling that the doctor that I felt like there was a sore in my throat instead of saying, like, I feel like I have a sore throat. It was not that. It was different than anything I'd ever experienced before. So I knew there was something different going on, but I didn't know what. Well, when I got there, she did this rapid strep test to see if, in fact, I had that, which I did not. And then she said, you know, it's, um, and she took my temperature, it was a low-grade fever because there was an infection, but she didn't exactly know what it was. She sent me home. The next morning, it was incredible. It's like this one sore gave birth, and it exploded in my throat overnight. And when I went back to urgent care, I asked her how many sores there were now. She said, I, she wouldn't tell me. She's like, There's, you need to get to the ER, like now. So my best friend, who's now one of my angels with my dad in heaven, drove me to the ER, and um, they took all these different tests. And it was really, it was just a virus. It was a viral, it's called viral pharyngitis. And what I said, it's reminiscent of what's going on right now. I was a prisoner in my own home, in my own body. I was not allowed to go out with the public. If I were to step out, I had to wear a mask, like people are now in 2020. So it was contagious? uh, It was just really highly. Yeah, I remember the little voice I had left at the time in the ER laying on that gurney. I said to the the doctor, I said, am I contagious? He looked at me because you are highly contagious. You can't be with the public. So for those who know me, and I know you do, it's, uh, you know, one of my biggest things is connecting with people and being with people. And it's like cutting off your arm when you're, like, told you can't be with the public, you can't connect with people. I couldn't be with my family, my best friend. I couldn't be with any of my loved ones. No one. It was like you are being locked away, held prisoner in your own hell. And it was just that. It was just, it was hellacious, just horrible. It wasn't, go ahead. How long did it take? I mean, how long did you have to be sort of quarantined like many of us are now and isolated? Was it weeks? What what was it? It was, it turned out to be three and a half months of this. Wow. And, yeah, just incredible because it was not just being quarantined, which was bad in itself, just, to, you know, for someone who's a people person to connect or to be, like, you know, shut out from the public was was difficult enough. But it was more of the, it was both pain of that, but pain of swallowing because this, this illness, this virus I had, it was the, like the only thing I can equate it with is like star, sharp steak knives, razor blades. Imagine swallowing that every time you swallow. It was just incredible. The most devastating pain I can ever, ever imagine. That is what was 24-7 going through me. So it was multiple it was kinds a- of pains. It was it was a virus. Did they give it a name? A viral pharyngitis. So it was a inflammation in my vocal cords. There were sores, blisters, all over my vocal cords, and mm. it took away my yeah my entire voice. So uh, it wasn't like laryngitis. It was a pharyngitis. So your pharynx, your your vocal cords, that were just nothing. Nothing came out, and um, I was just just locked away and it was a very very rough time for me um you know psychologically you know a lot of anxiety a lot of pain physically mental pain for not being able to be with my 
parents, my loved ones. You know, I, I tell people, you know, when you love someone, tell them you love them. Don't hold things back because you don't know when anything is going to happen. And, you know, I'm not a Debbie Downer by any stretch, but this is just a lesson to make sure you speak your voice. Tell people how you feel. You know, express yourself when you have the opportunity to express yourself. And don't hold back because people, you know, you say you wish you could have, should have, and you don't, then who do you have to blame but yourself? And you don't want to ever do that. You want to let people know how you feel and let them know that you love them and tell the people you care about that you care about them. They're important to you. Reach out to the people that maybe you haven't spoken to in a long time. It's really an important thing. We have a voice, and we're here to use it. Wonderful. So so what happened? Finally, your voice and the pain subsided, thank goodness, and finally you voice was there like some even even through the pain was there some sort of awakening in terms of utilizing your voice differently or doing something differently or or what was what was sort of percolating within you during that time other than and so importantly as you expressed sharing your feelings with people letting them know you care well great question joanne thank you you know, it, it was really that three-and-a-half-month period. I was not spiritual at the time, so I didn't know what was going on. I was just in this, like, limbo point. I, I thought that's how God was going to be taking me home. It was That's not being dramatic. That was reality for me. That was what I, I felt because when one day turns into the next, like when you have a cold or, you know, or a, a flu or something that maybe the first few days you don't feel well, right? You feel that's your worst. And then as time goes on, you start feeling a little bit better. Well, time went on, and I didn't feel any better. I mean, I ended up having like 19 vials of blood drawn because they were trying to figure out what does she have and why can't we help her? Well, as we know now, when it's a virus, you, there's no magic pill to take. If there were, they, you, you know, people would have it. Uh, it was time. It was a magic pill. It was a matter of going inward, being quiet, being isolated. And taking that time and having that time to go inward, because I was running around. I was, as I said, working corporate America. I was in retail, and it was a Christmas holiday season, as most people know. They have extended hours, and I was, I was a, you know, one of the senior managers scheduled to close. And I, you know, not that I advise this, I don't, but uh, I went in not feeling a hundred percent, and I knew that I had a big responsibility to close the store that night, and so. I was the only senior manager scheduled to do that, and so I went in. And um, it, I, I hadn't gone back for the next four months because of what happened. And you said, what did I, you know, what was going on? Getting quiet was really going on, getting quiet with myself, going inward, and uh, not really knowing. As I said, I wasn't spiritual at the time, but four years later when you, you have this awakening and you realize what it was then, uh, what's going on, and, and you realize, you know, there's something more for me to do in life. And I know when God brings you to something and through something as painful and devastating as that illness was, there's more for you to do. And it wasn't given to me. That illness was given for me to do more with myself to help others. So what work some of the lessons that you learned, Renee, during this time that are important for our listeners to also utilize and and hopefully 
get beautiful results in their own time when they have to go through finding their voice, reinventing themselves, coming up with ways, tapping inside, and and coming up with new information. You know, it's really about just that going within and taking a good look at yourself. You know, part of my recovery period, it took close to a year and a lot of vocal therapy, vocal coaching, to regain the use of my voice. So it was a constant reminder of what was happening. It wasn't just like one day I got better. It was a long road home. And in that time, it's really about, you know, I had to look in the mirror. I mean, physically for part of my vocal exercise, but in many ways to look in the mirror, to realize what was going on and, and take a good hard look at yourself and know that there is more that you need to do with your life and helping others. I was released from that corporate job in 2017. That's why I say it took about four years for me to get more awakened to to what happened. And I kept going back into 2013. I didn't understand why I was thinking about 2013 and 2017. And it was like a knock on the head of there there was more for you to do and there's so much more. And it's it's realizing that, you know, there there's a time that you need to, look inside yourself, and this is a time when you're being quarantined and see, am I doing what I really love to do? Is this why I'm here? There's a, there's a reason, there's a purpose for everybody here. And that I, what I would advise and suggest people, if you're not happy with where you are, what is it that you're passionate about? What is it that motivates you? What is it that lights you up that you really can do to pay back and pay it forward to others? Because that's really your purpose. And when you discover that, you live with passion every single day. You know, passion is so very, very important. And a lot of people are utilizing this time to not only express themselves and and kind of enliven their passions, they're also sharing it. And I think it's so important when we share our passions with others. So many of us, whether it's during this time of COVID-19 or any other time, many of us often go through having to look at our belief system, having to look at what we learn maybe from, from our families, from teachers, from even from friends, and be able to at a certain time really figure out like you said, who we are and and what our belief system is, too, and what stands in the way. So for you, can you just share a few of the limiting beliefs that you may have had during that time and what that means? Absolutely. That's exactly what I was thinking before you even asked the question. I said it's about limiting beliefs, and I didn't realize I had them. And we all do, but, you know, when you're running around and you're just in the doing mode instead of in the being mode, you don't really take that step back to look at yourself. And what happened with me is I was more concerned with pleasing others. I was just a people pleaser. And, yes, I still like to make people happy, but not at the expense of my own happiness. And that was a limiting belief. And, you know, as far as, you know, myself, that self-love, that self-care that you need so desperately to do instead of seeking external validation, validate yourself from within. You know, you're enough. I didn't, 
I didn't know I was enough. I felt I wasn't enough. I felt I could never be enough or do enough. And that was a limiting belief. But when you go through things in life, there are lessons to be learned and you don't know it's a lesson. You just think, oh, you know, what the heck's going on? And until you become more awakened and more in tune with yourself and ask yourself questions, you know, why is this happening? What is the lesson here? And you don't always know that there's a lesson. It's just something that you're going through. But when you take a step back and look at it, there's a lesson. And, um, you know, even the good things are lessons. Even the good things that happen, there's a lesson. And, and that's like, you know, to learn from it and say, well, I, I like more of this. How can I create more of this and pay it forward to others and share it with others, share your gifts with others and spread that light and that love into the world with other people. And in the times that things don't go well in your life, you know, take a look at why instead of just getting angry about it, which we tend to do and frustrated. That is a human thing. I do too. I still do. Yes, we get frustrated when things don't turn out. But it's probably because there's something better that you're supposed to be doing or another direction you're supposed to be taking. And when we stop and get quiet and just be, we can realize what that is. You know, not everybody's comfortable with just being, but it but it is important to be able to go into the into the depths of ourselves and into the quiet and um that's really essential to to find out. So how did you get to going through not believing a lot about yourself, not having the confidence, going through this challenge for months and slowly coming back to what you were supposed to be doing at this new time and find your voice. How did you get to that place of confidence from lack to confidence? What what was the in-between like? Well, it was my best friend. It was, uh, she's, as I said, my angels in heaven with my dad. And it was really when I was ill Having her there during that time, she's always been with me, and we've always been best friends, and we always will be, but having someone in your life that cares so much for you unconditionally, that is there for you, that, you know, we couldn't be together during that time, but she would come up my stairs with uh, with a mask on and a food that she cooked for me because she knew I wasn't taking care of myself because I was in such a weakened condition, and um, knowing that somebody really believes in you so much no matter what that you start believing in yourself because and what if you don't have what what if you don't have that somebody a lot of people don't have that somebody does that that mean that they can't believe in in themselves or they can't find that way to to honor themselves what do they do well absolutely no well that's where coaches and, and, and mentors come into place, and I am happy to, to do that for people, especially your listeners. I would be happy to, to offer a 30-minute complimentary consultation to anybody out there that is interested in that. And you know, Is there a way for them writing? to go inside themselves yes, and, and find absolutely. that? Is there a way? Did you use a meditation? Is there a tool that you, that you utilize that, uh, that uh, can help others? You have a Absolutely. lot of tools in your I, book. Oh, go ahead. Yes. Yeah, I did. I, I was going to say I wrote a book and that I started in, uh, you know, just a couple of years ago. It, it took that time to complete it, and it's called Finding Your Voice, Unlock Your Chains, and Unleash Your Greatness. And some of those tools that I, I talk about in the book, 
is, you know, I do like meditations, affirmations, and it's getting quiet within, jotting things down, making a list of things I was just mentioning before, like what things are you good at? Write things down. I believe in the power of the pen. At the end of each chapter in my book, I pose questions to the readers because I didn't want to just write about an experience that I went through. I wanted to hold their hand through their journey in life as I had my best friend in mine, and I always will. So to jot things down, what are you good at? What, is, what are the things that are going through your mind if you feel like you're not enough? Why is it that you're feeling that way? A lot of these things, and you mentioned it earlier in this conversation, Joanne, as far as um, maybe it was a teacher earlier on in your in your years, or maybe it was a quote-unquote friend who you thought they were your friend, and they started you know, throwing these doubts into your mind, and then you started creating a story of not being enough and not being good enough, and you started playing that tape. Well, if this person doesn't think I can do it, I guess I'm not enough. And they like me, and they're my friends, so why would they tell me if it wasn't true? And then you start acting as if that is true, and you start behaving that way. Actions are thoughts, and our actions are behaviors. Start manifesting, and we start living that life of untruth versus what our truths really are, because we create these stories. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy that really isn't our truth. So what I would encourage you know, that's people to important. do... That's so important down. for people. That's, sorry. That's so important for people to realize that what you just said, and a lot of people do vocalize that too. We are creating that. If that's our belief system, as you say, if, that, if that's what we have believed for the longest time, whether it's limiting or whatever, we are carrying that out. We are acting that out in, in real time. And that's, that could be scary. So what's one way, because we're running out of time here, what's one way for our listeners and one way that you actually demolish by yourself your limited belief, whatever limited belief that was, maybe the one that I'm not good enough or something like that? Well, I that is something that is, like I write in the book, it's writing things down and knowing what you really are good at and asking yourself, is the limiting belief really true? Is it really true about you? And how can you overcome that? If it's something that's your truth, then that's your truth. It doesn't mean you're not good enough. We're all not perfect. I wrote one of my chapters, in fact, it's called Perfectly Imperfect. I'm always going to be a student of life and always want to be learning. I'm always like reading and trying to develop myself to be a better version of myself every single day. I engage in activities that will do that. So I encourage people to get out in nature, to walk, to to take that time to just be. I was always a doer. I was always run, 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 run to the next thing, next thing, and never took time just to be. And whether it's five minutes, whether it's ten minutes, whatever time you take, but take time. Make the time to take the time for you. We write things down, like I said, the power of the pen. You write down your list. You write down your, your, you know, your to-do list, your goals. Make this part of your to-do list is taking time for yourself. I encourage you to do it in the morning. I also encourage a gratitude journal. I keep that, and I do that daily, whether you do it in the morning or at night. 
Sometimes I do both. I especially at night I make sure I do because I want to go to bed with positive thoughts. And there's so much negativity around, especially with COVID-19 going on, that if you are always watching and listening to that, you go to bed with these, you know, terrible thoughts. Instead, what was the silver lining in your day? You know, who did you connect with? What did you do that was positive? And it's even being gratitude, having grateful and being grateful for the bed that you sleep on, that, that you have a pillow, you have food to eat. Find gratitude in anything you can and go to bed with the positives in your mind rather than negative. And you wake up. So I, I, I think. I think that gratitude, like you're saying, and, and we talk about that so much, is so very important, especially now. And, yeah, you could look around and, and and to yourself and find ways, large and small, where you can feel gratitude and show, like you said earlier, show, you know, not only show people you love them, show how grateful you are for their them being in your life, and, and that's so important, too. So you went through this incredible, devastating illness. You lost your voice. It took you months and even years to some extent to really find yourself, be more empowered. So who's Renee Reich now? Great question. Well, Renee Reich is somebody that's, empowered, that's positive and loving to spread love and light into others and help them find their voice because I think it's important to to be that that force for others and to be more resilient. I am a more resilient person than I ever was because I allowed others to govern me. And don't look for the outside validation, as I said earlier, Validate yourself. So I do affirmations. I do meditation. I do mantras. I do go for walks or runs and exercise. And that's something that I incorporate into my life daily. And if the weather's inclement outside, you could still do exercises inside. You could still do your affirmations inside. But it's important to tell yourself, speak positive words to yourself. Because your words will become your world. A good friend of mine, R.V. Robinson, said that word be, words become worlds. And it's true because when you start acting, instead of being reactive, you can be resilient and be an active participant in your life and be present. Wonderful. Renee, tell our listeners how they can get hold of your book, Finding Your Voice, Unlock Your Chains, and Unleash Your Greatness. I love the title, too, by the way. Thank you. I can be reached. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Um, you can go to ReneeRice.com. I have my website, too. I look forward to connecting with the listeners. My book is on Amazon, on Goodreads, on Barnes & Noble websites as well. So I really encourage people to get it. It's a short read. It's 83 pages, but it's a powerful read. You can probably read that book within an hour or less, but I encourage you to take the time and do the exercises at the end of each chapter because finding your voice is just that, taking time to find it and to go within. And it's a journey I look forward to joining you on. So please reach out to me. As I said, I'm offering a 
30-minute complimentary consultation for all of your listeners. I look forward to connecting with them and helping them find their voice. As my best friend, help me find mine. Wonderful, Renee. Thank you so much, Renee Reich. I'm glad that you did find your voice and help others find theirs as well because it's so very important. And, yes, we all have a voice that needs to be heard. Thank you so much, and I appreciate all that you do. Have a beautiful and blessed day. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. So think about what Renee said, Renee Reich, in terms of finding your voice, really being able to go inside and look at what's going on. Look at the beliefs, as Renee said, what's standing in your way, the limited beliefs. And I love what she says. It's so very true and poignant, and that is our beliefs, what we're believing, what we're telling ourselves, truly shape our reality. So so. There are certain things like today where that reality in terms of what we're all going through the world, I mean, I don't know that it's an individual limited belief system here. We're not going to go into that now. The point is that we all, as Renee Reich said, we all have beliefs no matter where they came from to examine and there are tools like meditation and mindfulness and exercise and really looking at yourself and and being upbeat and positive with yourself as all of Renee suggested and also in her book Finding Your Voice Unlocking Your Chains and Unleash Your Greatness. So, today wherever you are and hopefully you are safe and practicing social and physical distancing, find ways to discover your voice, uncover your voice, share your voice with others, and really take a look inside. Spend that time taking care of yourself. Taking care of yourself is not selfish. It's a gift that not only you give to yourself, you give to others, because if you're not around, you're not there to help others and support them. So if you want to get a hold of me, I'll give you the short version. You can go to docwhite.org, find out more about upcoming shows, blogs, and other messages, and all that I do to help you empower yourself and live your life in a more beautifully and powerful way. Have a wonderful day. Take care of yourself, and thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.